This is the Foot in the Box podcast for the week of Monday, January 9th. And now, please rise for the singing of our national Welcome to episode 80 of the A Foot in the Box podcast. My name is Peter Elliott. And I'm Paul Elliott. And it's a special podcast because we are joined by our older brothers, John and Kevin. Uh, brothers, welcome to the uh, uh, annual winter episode of the Brothers Road Trip podcast. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Good to be here. An honor to be present for number 80. Yes, the Curtis Conway episode. That's exactly what I was about to say. I uh, I don't know much about your audience, but uh, I'm fearful that many of your listeners don't know who we're talking about. You'll have to have to Google that. Uh, well, welcome uh, to give listeners a little uh, lens into the recording process. Uh, Paul and I are in our studios in uh, Central Champaign. John is calling in from his office in Urbana, and Kevin is uh, calling in from uh, his home in Chicago. If you're curious, that's where they're at. Uh, we tried to record, or we were planning on recording mm-hmm. a podcast when we were all together. Did over, not work out well. Didn't yes, over the out. holidays. Mm-hmm. And uh, Kevin and John got the flu, the stomach flu. So uh, first question on my agenda is, uh, how are you two feeling? Are you are you back to 100%? I'm fully recovered. And frankly, I just feel lucky to uh, even be speaking with you gentlemen today. That was, <laughs> that was about as ill as I've ever felt. Yeah, I uh, feel much better. But like Kevin, it was it was pretty bad there for 48 hours or so. I uh, don't anticipate eating Monocle's pizza anytime soon. And I'll, I'll just leave, leave it at that. Well, you know, I got to say, John, remember you and I talked that – uh, pizza in general probably wasn't something we'd be touching for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Um, once once I felt fully healthy again, uh, it was my first meal after feeling <laughs> better. Yeah. I, no, I, I, I had a similar pizza. experience. I, uh, Janelle made a frozen pizza a few nights later, and I thought, oh, I probably won't want that. And sure enough, I had three pieces. Mm-hmm. I feel like three pieces is kind of low, though, for a frozen pizza. More of a yeah. snack. Yeah, I felt like I showed some restraint, but I, I still don't think I'm quite ready for Monocle's. It's going to take a little bit. No, no, Monocle's still doesn't sound good. What about Culver's? We had Culver's right after. Well, we had ice cream. That didn't, so that didn't I come up? I would have eaten a, I assume if I would have eaten a burger or something, then uh, yeah, um, I probably wouldn't want that. We did eat a uh, a large amount of food before we got there. Yeah. Poor time yeah. to get the flu. A lot, of, <laughs> a lot of stuff in there that didn't want to be in there anymore. Mm-hmm. I thought we'd take advantage of our uh, our new time to record now that we're into the new year. Uh, just mm-hmm. quickly, uh, maybe a, a, a New Year's resolution from everyone before we begin the content of the podcast. Hmm. That's a good question. That's a good question. Paul, would you like to kick us off? I am resolved to read 24 books in 2017. Two per month. That would be the math on that. Uh, John and Kevin? Well, 
Lacey and I have decided How's to that whole 30 be, working out? Well, we haven't started it yet. It doesn't, <laughs> I thought it was going to start in the new year, but I was really happy to find out it doesn't start until late January. So we're doing whole 30 um, starting in late January. And I don't know how that's going to go. We'll see. We'll see. Um, but it's only for a month. So I'll be back to my normal normal habits after that. For, for the record, I'll put the over-under on that one at about 11 days. Oh, you should put that a little lower, I think. <laughs> and uh, I might I might take the over on that. but Really? Well, we'll see. John, do you have any resolutions? Uh, um, I have a couple. Uh, one of them is uh, I'm going to try to sweat three times a week this year. That's my, I've reduced all of my health goals down to that. We'll see. should buy some heavy, warm clothing. Make it a lot easier to sweat it out. <laughs> Take a lot of uh, uncomfortable public speaking engagements. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess, yeah, there's ways to accomplish that without exercising. My New Year's resolution is to stick to a uh, pretty tight weekly schedule. Uh, hmm. In the past, I've made uh, New Year's resolutions or goals and uh, haven't really laid out a process to see those get accomplished. So uh, kind of in the vein of the Cubs uh, renaissance of the, you know, sticking to the process, heavy, mm, heavy, process. heavy emphasis on the, the day-to-day kind of grind mm-hmm. uh, with the hopes that it'll, you know, equal out to the end goal that you want. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to try to do that where, you know, if I stick to a, uh, a good weekly schedule, I, I hope by the end of the year that some good things will come of that. So what are some components of this weekly schedule? Uh, so I sat down at Starbucks on hmm. January 1st, I believe. and Never uh, heard of it. Is that a local place? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, took just took a couple hours to really think through what a, a kind of reasonable uh, schedule would be. So it requires uh, waking up at 6. That's probably the hardest part. And a mm-hmm. uh, few times a week going to the ARC, Illinois Campus Recreation Center, to uh, to work out in the morning. Uh and then I don't just kind of really intentionally scheduling uh, times like after work. Uh, those times can kind of drift and not be used mm-hmm. uh, the best. And so just uh, probably at the beginning of each week kind of planning out what I'm going to do, like when I get off work on certain days. So. Okay. You, well, you're, you're a weekend. You've been up at six? Uh, well, the arc uh, was closed this week, so I gave myself uh, a grace period. Nothing like that grace period to start off the new year. Yeah, ask me, ask me in the summer, uh, and that's a good segue because uh, the purpose of this podcast is to pick our 2017 Brothers Road Trip destination. So if this is new to you, all of us, the Elliott Brothers, take a uh, annual summer trip, uh, usually in the summer, sometimes it's in the, the spring, but uh, take a summer trip. Um, this is our seventh trip in 2017. Uh, we've been to Denver, Cincinnati, Baltimore, Cooperstown, Chicago, and last year was Washington D.C. So that's kind of background. So yeah, you're forgetting about the uh, bragging rights game, Illinois <laughs> Mizzou. I yeah. believe we counted that. 2011, oh, 2011, and 2012 are contested. I have stopped counting them in my my record keeping, but you guys are free to uh, keep your own record books on the well on the road trip. it just it allows us when we're like 80 to say that you know we've gone on a road trip every year for 50 some years 
See, but I think there's in, there's intrigue to say, oh, we've been on it 50 straight years except for those those two years in 2011, 2012. But that's only intriguing if there's a good story, like yeah, like <laughs> Paul got really sick or something, or Joe Paterno. Joe Paterno died. That was our. Oh. That's our story. No, I don't want him to be attached to this in any way. <laughs> don't you remember we were going to go to the Illinois? Game as a substitute, Illinois Penn State. Yeah, we yeah, but, but that was a dumb idea, anyways. It's a baseball road trip. I don't know what we were thinking. John was too busy the having trip, children. The trip hadn't really evolved. Here, yet. I want to speak directly to your audience for a moment. If we come to some conclusion about the road trip this for this year, that doesn't really sound like a brother's summer baseball road trip. <laughs> we want to hear from you. This is a good form of accountability. Hold it, yeah. Hold this accountable. Um, so yeah, we're gonna do that in a second. Uh, my first question, though, to kind of get us uh, get us going here, uh, some roundtable discussion, a personal exercise that I like to do uh, when I am bored, often at work, is to uh, allocate fan points. So the way that it works is I've got 100 fan points, and uh, as I currently sit, how would I allocate them to my uh, my sports interests? You know, like Cubs would get a certain amount, Illinois basketball, Illinois football, Bulls, Bears, uh, and so on. So, uh, John and Kevin, especially, I wanted to get your uh, kind of current fandom levels as we sit here today. Um, coming off a, a big, you know, Cubs World Series, and uh, just I feel like the other teams are in flux. So, how would you allocate your one, uh, 100 fan points as we sit here today? Well, that's tough because so much of that goes kind of or varies season to season. You know, not being in baseball season probably decreases the Cubs points just a little bit. So that's that's difficult to account well, for. Well, just I guess increase them a little bit then. <laughs> I'm bad at math. Do, do we have I to will... use them all? I'm not sure I want to use them on right now. Like you want to save some? Sure. Yeah, it's open ended. I want. I've got a few teams on my list who I feel like. Uh, to give them fan points right now would be enabling their continued poor behavior. <laughs> <laughs> and we're talking about college and professional. Yeah, I think you don't have to use them all because uh, if, if like, the Bulls were much better, for instance, uh, they would increase your overall fandom level. So you're probably not at, right. ca- at capacity right now. It's not necessarily that you exchange one for another. Exactly. Yes, okay. Um... Give me a minute here. Illinois uh, basketball. I think that um, the, the Cubs are deserving of at least half my fan points. I'm going to give them 50. Okay. Um, I think the Bulls, ugh, Jimmy's performance the last week makes me want to give them – uh, 15. Lovey and his staff's recruitment efforts the last month or so make me want to give them, I'll, I'll do even a little better. I'll give them 20. And uh, right now, there's an Illinois basketball or goose eggs. <laughs> okay. Kevin, so are you ready or, or should we go to Paul? Go to Paul. Go to Paul. I'll go White Sox at 40, uh, Illinois basketball at 30, Illinois football at 10, and the Bulls at 10. 
nothing for the Bears. Right. Yeah, I've I've uh, actually kind of completely lost interest with the NFL. My 100. Uh, I'm giving the Cubs 50, like John. Giving Illinois basketball 23, Illinois football 22, the Bulls three, and the Bears two. So that's how come you? How? Well, why does Illinois basketball get more than football? Uh, when I really thought about it, you know, over the long haul, I just have slightly more interest in Illinois basketball than football, even in kind of the darkest, uh, darkest times. So if I could pick one of them to be really good, uh, this next year, I would pick, uh, Illinois basketball, but I, I'm not sure how many more road, uh, blowouts I can take. That's the truth. Kevin, are you still with us? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here just doing some pretty tricky math. I picture you in front of a clear board like a beautiful man. <laughs> did, no, did, did the UIC Lady Flames make it? <laughs> yeah. No, they didn't make it. We had a fun time, though. We had a fun time the other night. Um, what about the Windy City no, Bulls? Uh, Portis is doing pretty well out there for a game, it looks like. Um, no, I got mine already. Uh, it's funny. I also have the Cubs at 50. Um, and then, uh, you know, I'd imagine, though, that would go up once, like, spring training starts. Sure. But I've got the Cubs at 50. Then I actually still have Illinois basketball pretty high. I've got them at 20. I'm intrigued to kind of see how this year plays out. There's a lot riding on it for, for the staff and kind of the future of Illinois basketball. Then I've got Illinois football at 15. I've got the Bulls just a few points down at 13. Um, and that's really only because they're exciting now, but I can't kind of envision the future of Bulls basketball being really good um, just because there are a lot of veterans. And it seems like when they win these close games, it's because Butler goes off for 40, but still pretty interesting team. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I have Bears football at a two. What do you guys think? I think Rajon Rondo is the worst Chicago free agent signing since Milton Bradley. Oh, there's got to be some terrible ones in there. Not, so one year deal. Uh, I think there's well a the fact the fact, but he had that triple double against the Cavs. That in itself probably puts him ahead of some other players. I don't know. <laughs> well, the the Bears signed that uh, Ray McDonald guy who <laughs> had been arrested for uh, uh, domestic violence, and then a few days after they signed him, he did it again, and they had to release him. So, well, you could argue that that was pretty bad. Cutler's was more debilitating. Exactly, yeah. I think you. we're not talking enough money here. Uh, Edwin Jackson was Ron, terrible. Yeah, Rondo's one-year limited money. They can bench him, get rid of him, no problems. I guess the it's just mm-hmm. inexplicable. Like, there's no rationale that I could come up with on why we would sign him. Well, my understanding is that they were kind of courting him before they realized that they could get weighed. So once they were able to get weighed the Rondo thing had kind of already solidified. All right. Well, uh, that gives people, listeners, a a lens into where we're coming from here. Big baseball fans. They're highest on all four of our lists. Hey, Pete, Pete, I got to say, I'm surprised uh, Illinois baseball didn't land on that for you. I thought about it. It just would be a reach to actually say that. Uh, Potential in the future, definitely. But I'm not a huge fan of the manager. Uh, and so I feel like if the manager was kind of a uh, a guy I really like bought into, that, that would mm-hmm. probably pique my interest more. But uh, and I don't know like anyone on the team. If Is they, there any part of you that wanted to put Illinois golf on there? <laughs> I, 
I will say if Illinois baseball, if they do win, uh, was it 27 games in a row a couple years ago? Uh, if they do that no, again, we won. We won more than that, didn't we? Was it? I th- that's an incredible streak. I feel like if they do that again, then I'm, they make my list. But uh, that's the standard. Hang on, I'm I'm looking it up. But I only uh, have one hand to type with, so <laughs> don't hang up. Uh, you're right. Twenty-seven games. Twenty-seven games. Okay. Well, that gives people a lens into uh, our fandom right now. Uh, next up on the podcast is the uh, the main content. Uh, we are going to discuss our road trip pitches. Each one of us has a destination that we feel like uh, would be a fun place to go. And then so we'll we'll talk about those, and then we will vote here on the podcast, and you will hear the results as they come in. Uh, so we'll do that right after the break. Like a boy chasing the matadors, man left to his own schemes. Everybody needs someone beside Shining like a lighthouse from the sea Okay, we're back. So let's uh, let's pitch some road trips. Uh, Paul, would you like to go first? Sure. Um, my... Just give people a little background here. Traditionally, Paul has brought some uh, some pretty weak pitches. <laughs> Just that one year. Last year, you pitched uh, Red Sox Twins in Minneapolis. Yeah, I don't think that was uh, as bad as Tampa. But yeah, Tampa, I think, is probably... Um, consensus worst uh, worst pitch that we've had the last couple of years. No, I don't think that's true. Uh, and yeah, Tampa is a uh, well, Tampa's at least a warm weather destination. I'm pretty sure I ranked it last. <laughs> well, who's, well, who's, who's, who's responsible for who suggested the college football game? Well, that was that was the kind Penn of before State? we each came up with a, like a destination. I think. Yeah, it's a more formalized process now. Oh, that that was the disaster that forced us to create a bit of process. Perhaps. So my pitch is the uh, budget-friendly option, and it is uh, Chicago, <laughs> Illinois. Uh, it's the first weekend in June. Cubs cards. Uh, it's a weekend series. The game on Sunday is a Sunday night game, so it'd be prime time. Um, the idea being that we are all fairly young and uh, early on in our careers, and as we work more. We will earn uh, more discretionary income, and uh, right now maybe our resources would be best spent on uh, on our growing families, or kind of settling into uh, to our spots in life and at our jobs. You know, before we move on, should we just go around and say our specific salaries, just for <laughs> clarification? I think that'd be fair. Just kidding. We all make five figures. Is that fair to say? It's very counting. Are we counting the fence column? <laughs> uh, okay, so Chicago. Any anything else you'd like to add? Uh, we would uh, be we'd be staying at Kevin and Lacey's uh, apartment, um, which would that's why it was uh, a cost friendly option. We wouldn't have to. Spend You'll money definitely yet. save money there because we will only charge a modest fee for you all <laughs> staying here. And did you say this, the series that we'd attend? Yeah, it's the the Cardinal series okay. first weekend in June. Okay, John, would you like to go next? Yeah, I'll go next. It shouldn't take long, and 
I'm pretty comfortable saying that my proposal will occupy the cellar this year. Um, my proposal is really the story of a trip that could have been. Um, I have a family member who will remain undisclosed who works for an undisclosed member of the Cubs management brass. And uh, so I was thinking if it could work out, that it would be fun to get us to Arizona this Uncle spring. Theo, right? No, 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 not Uncle Theo. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and who knows? We get out there, you know, who knows what doors get open to us, what conversations are able to happen. Next thing you know, Peter's in charge of the scouting department for the Cubs. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, after some careful study and examination, I just don't think that uh, any of the dates are going to work for all of us. So I will um, respectfully withdraw my trip from consideration. Wow. That's wait, like, wait, wait. That, cha- that changes the voting considerably, right? Well, it should be last on everyone's list. If we do the point system that, that... I, I do not I do not want my uh, poorly conceived trip to be a tool in the hands of someone <laughs> to try to improve their stock. So you, I am I am removing it from well, consideration. No, keeping it for consideration because we all agreed that we would not do that this year. It has been removed. I'm sorry. <laughs> Final answer. It's the Scott Walker of baseball road trip pitches. He he dropped, yeah, he dropped out of the race early. Yeah. Yeah, I gotcha. It took me a second. It took me a second, but I got it. How would you guys feel if sometime mid February you see uh, a picture pop up on a text thread of uh, me in Arizona hanging out, arm around uh, this undisclosed person? I'd be happy for I you. I don't think I would. I don't think. Yeah, I'd feel good for you. That's. I'm just not super interested in that kind of thing. Just so we're clear, we are talking about Carl Edwards Jr., right? (laughs) Dave Martinez. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'll give my pitch next. And this is kind of where it gets a little dicey. We're in the heavyweights. That's uh, right. Heavyweights here. Not to discredit Paul's pitch, obviously, but... Paul, your pitch is very economical. You should have gotten uh, every dollar by Dave Ramsey to sponsor yours. I, I see. Paul, it's, I it's feel the... like your pitch is kind of a Hillary pitch. It's very reasonable. Nothing. <laughs> no. No real big vision to really latch on to there. Pretty conservative. So, Pete, let's hear how we can uh, make the road trip great again. There you go. There we go. No, 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 no. I'm I'm the Bernie. I've got the grassroots no, no, behind no, me. No, no, no. We've already <laughs> attached Donald Trump to your pitch. Proceed. And speaking speaking of a highly democratic area, San Francisco, California is where mm-hmm. I'm suggesting we go. It is a Cubs Giants series, August uh, 6th through the 9th, I believe. Or may, it's the, the series is the 7th, 8th, and 9th. The trip would be August 5th through August 9th, Saturday through Wednesday. Uh, you know, of course, Cubs Giants have had, uh, I feel like, some underrated history the last couple of years. It's a rematch of a, the great NLDS series from last year. Uh, even going back to fi- uh, 2015, uh, there's a little history as they competed in the wild card race. 
Cubs uh, had the big sweep. Uh, Jeff Samarja pitches for the Giants, uh, former Cub. Um, uh, both teams are supposed to be good again, I would think. With pretty high confidence, you could say that series would have some significance uh, a few months into the season. Uh, Paul has been to San Francisco, has enjoyed it. Uh, a lot of my friends that have been there have really enjoyed it. So I think it'd be a great city to visit together. Uh, John and Kevin, have you been there? I've never been to San Francisco. Yes, briefly. On my summer 2006 road trip with Marcus. Okay. I've never been there. Uh, I've never been even close to there. Denver is as far west as I've gotten, or Denver, Arizona. I don't know which one's further west. But, uh, I've never been to the West Coast, uh, so I would really look forward to it. I would look forward to kind of playing the trip and um, seeing some cool things there. This is, I think, just objectively the most expensive option. The flights right now from Chicago to San Fran round trip I can get for 394 is the cheapest. So part of my uh, pitch would actually be, and I discuss this with uh, with Lacey, Kevin. Um, mm -hmm. So I, I would pitch uh, San Fran. The idea would be uh, you'd give it until probably like March 1st. And if I can't uh, find flights for like 300 or less, uh, then probably think of alternatives. Um, because I, I understand that $400 flights to San Fran would probably make the trip somewhere upwards of like 750 or $800. And that's uh, that's probably just too much right now. So my pitch would be San Fran, August 5th to the 9th. And I'm pretty confident that if I just check daily, kind of look into how to get cheap flights, that I could find um, find flights for 300 or less. That's my pitch. I would hope if I got uh, flights that cheap that um, a $700-ish uh, trip would be pretty feasible. Peter, would you be willing to engage in a complex series of uh, credit card applications? Because <laughs> you can get like a lot of miles for signing up. And uh, you could probably, even if you just got one free flight, if you divided it out, that might get you down to 300. There you go. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably pull out all the stops to do it. So if there's no more questions on my pitch, uh, we'll move on to... Uh, Kevin, How many games Kevin would Strick. we see? Uh, we'd see two games, Monday and Tuesday. And what what would be some of the sides we could expect to see? Uh, you asked me this last year with uh, DC. Um, Alcatraz. Mm, mm. Uh, I thought we could set sail out there. Um, the Golden Gate Bridge is actually, that always has just looked really cool to me. So Very, very cool. One one of the most beautiful landscapes I've ever seen. Uh, the Oakland A's Coliseum. Uh, I know it's oh. it's probably objectively <laughs> the worst park, but I uh, I don't know. It's a, probably because of Moneyball. It's always had like a a weird special interest to me. So I don't know if they even do tours or if it's just always open. <laughs> but, uh, I could just imagine them picking up the phone. You want to do what? You want to pay us <laughs> to come tour this stadium? Yeah. <laughs> Sure, we'll take five bucks. <laughs> <laughs> See, I haven't even looked at the A's schedule. I assume they don't play at the same time, uh, but they could too, so I don't know if a cheap A's well, we game don't wanna, We don't want to go there. I saw a game there, and it, it's just as uninspiring as you might imagine. Yeah. They have uh, some excellent piers. Pier 39 was uh, it's kind of like a boardwalk type. 
environment was really cool. Oh, going all in on San Fran. I no, like no, it. no, no, no. I just it it, uh, it is the coolest city that I've ever been to. So I'm fully uh, fully <laughs> supportive bad. of uh, San Francisco, uh, but maybe uh, in years to come. Uh, Kevin, your last step here. Yes. Yeah. So I am proposing that we go to Pittsburgh, June fifteenth. Uh, through the 18th, we would be seeing uh, three Pittsburgh Cubs games um, on that Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And uh, really, I kind of view this trip as a nice compromise between um, trying to do it a little bit cost-friendly, but also still making sure that we go somewhere and have a, a fun experience. Um, so, I think going to Pittsburgh appeals to me for a few different reasons. Um, for starters, CNC Park, I think, is one of the best parks in baseball. Absolutely gorgeous. And we get to see some really good Cubs games there. Um, I also think that uh, – so we wouldn't be flying. We'd be driving, and that would save us a lot of money. But I think by driving, we kind of get that – we get back to that sort of road trip feel, that road trip experience <laughs> without – spending an excessive amount of time in the car um, because you hit a point where it's just not that fun anymore. But I think um, it'll be about seven, eight hours in the car of driving time. And I think that's something that we can do um, pretty easily and it would still be kind of fun. Um, Another big component of this trip is that uh, because we're driving, we can spend a little bit more money um, just on sort of treating it like a vacation. So I found a hotel in downtown Pittsburgh that's walking distance to the park. Um, we could spend a little bit extra money um, on where we're staying um, as opposed to doing like an Airbnb. Um, and then we would get kind of that more relaxed um, uh, feel to the whole trip um, because we could spend a little extra money there. And kind of all in all, I feel like we could do Pittsburgh and have a really fun, memorable trip and we could do it easily for under um, 500 a person. And then if we decided we wanted to get kind of make it a little more budget friendly, we could do it for quite a bit less than that. Um, but we could kind of go all out and still do it for less than 500 a person. So Pittsburgh um, obviously is nowhere near as cool as San Francisco or even Chicago, honestly. So the draw wouldn't necessarily be the city itself. Well, I think Pittsburgh does have enough to offer to make it fun. Um, the draw would be more uh, kind of that slow-paced, relaxed vacation feel to the whole thing. Even something as simple as getting a full night's sleep, uh, a nice hot breakfast every morning, being able to walk places, things like that. So I am proposing Steel City, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Well, those are all the pitches. Do we have... Uh... Any uh, any final statements before the voting process begins? It appears as though the voting process has already begun <laughs> via the Twitters. Yes, John what? has John has submitted his. <laughs> I didn't I didn't want there to be any kind of backroom type accusation, so I'm just I'm out there for the whole world to see. I assume we're going uh, the from uh, low to high. Number one gets three. Yes, and my. No, no we need to, John. We need to keep yours in that. We need to keep yours in the voting. No, we're not going. We're not going there. 
We're not going if, where? If it wins, I won't go. Yeah, the Arizona trip. It's <laughs> none of us would want to go to that trip, so we're just voting one through three now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry okay. that I put so much effort into a completely uh, non-competitive team. I uh, join with whoever the Bears GM is in making that air this year. Ryan Pace. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, uh, I, I will say that I've promised San Francisco. Uh, a a new factory facility, much like Donald Trump, uh, <laughs> if it wins. So I'd have to pull through on that promise. All right, so, uh, John, because your pitch is not in the running, uh, I will allow you to pick the song that we that the listeners listen to uh, while we vote here. So what uh, what song would you like to be played? Just any song in the whole world? Yes, uh, we respect the author's copyrights, but... Uh, we make no money from this podcast, so we feel as though we can play most of anything. Well, let's. Uh, we we were talking about the serial intro music earlier. Uh, could we listen to that from season one? Absolutely. Yep. Yep. We'll play that right now. Texted our choices to Paul. Uh, Paul, would you like to reveal the uh, the top three? <laughs> we have a uh, consensus that Chicago is the least um, desirable location. Uh, ones across the board for so Chicago. Three points for Chicago. Uh, four points. There's four of us. We each gave it a one. Four, tra- right, four right, times yes. one is yep. four. Yep. Uh, Forgot about Kevin for a second. And then we have a good old-fashioned draw between San Francisco and Pittsburgh. Uh, each received two top votes, two first-place votes, and uh, each also received two second-place votes. Wow, no one is willing to to uh, so give either one a one. Uh, ten points for uh, each of those. And That was a high-integrity vote, everybody. Good job. So this means yep. that uh, Kevin and I will be going to Pittsburgh. And John and Peter will be going to San Francisco. <laughs> yeah, well, that'd be, that'd be an interesting twist, and then we'll do a podcast making a case for who had the most fun. <laughs> or, or we could do both. <laughs> yeah. Well, we need to get the we need to get the wives on before we vote on that. I don't have a wife. Not yet. Uh, so we can't even do. Then, you know, the normal tiebreaker would be just eliminate the third and have us revote, but that's already been done. Uh, so how do we want to break this? Peter, I'm sure you're the podcast are. You've got some plan for this, right? Maybe some kind of strength competition? <laughs> yeah, feats of strength. Some some kind of trivia competition? Well, let's just, let's just talk about it. Let's just talk about the, the options. It's a very Kevin move suggestion mm-hmm. there. Here's can so, I can so, I I so my vote changed from when we talked at Culver's at Christmas. Would anyone like to hear why? Sure. Yeah, I'd like to hear why. 
I'm just kind of right now in a real go-for-it mode with life. And uh, someone said it earlier. Um, I think we're all in agreement that San Francisco would we're, – we're most excited about San Francisco. It's the most compelling trip. It's the best city. It's the best games. It's the best trip. It's just a matter of do we want to pay more. Mm-hmm. And uh, who's who's to say that uh, we're all going to be alive next summer to go on a trip? Or in five summers to go to San Francisco. So I'm just kind of like, you know, uh, I would have fun in Pittsburgh, too. Uh, and I won't bemoan uh, that choice if it ends up being the direction we go at all. And I really appreciated Kevin's uh, the initiative he showed on an email thread this week saying this would be great. I think it would. Well, and that, that email worked out well because I read that email for my pitch on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Right. Uh, but uh, at the end of the day, I, uh, I, I'm I most compelled by the San Francisco trip. I think we all want to go to San Fran, and I'm just – it actually works in our schedule this year. That we only make one trip out there every year. Yep. And so I'm kind of like, you know what? It's right there for the taking. Uh, it's the one stadium that none of us have been to. Uh, as Paul uh, repeatedly said throughout the podcast, it's – World-class city, best in the world. Um, so uh, I say let's just go for it. Well, so my my take, John, is that even though it is the best city to go to, for me it's more uh, about the way in which we experience each city. I'm, the thing about San Francisco that concerns me is that we'll have to do it on such a tight budget for me, it won't be quite as fun uh, doing it in that way, like making sure we're doing everything really, really um, cheaply and uh, kind of making sure we're watching every little dollar that we spend. I, so for me, even though San Francisco is a city and the ball, well, I, I don't know that the ballpark's better. I think they're kind of in that same tier. But uh, even though the city itself would probably be more fun to go to, I'm just concerned that the way in which we do it might take away from that a little bit. And so for me, that's why Pittsburgh sounds like the most fun experience, like the most fun vacation. It's more the way in which we're able to experience Pittsburgh. San Francisco sounds fun. Like John said, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be angry if we ended up going to San Francisco. I think that would be a lot of fun. I can see that. And I, what you're talking about with the pace of the trip and stuff, I, I've realized it's a pretty critical component. Uh, DC last year, I feel like at times there were kind of different um, perspectives on that. And so uh, I do see the merit in that. And like you guys have said, um, either one would be great. One thing that I had thought about just now is that I think last year, it was June too, right? The DC, the DC trip? Correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, South Haven uh, is always in July, right? Yeah. That's when we're going yeah. this year. I think it would be fun. Really, these two are kind of the main, and I guess the holidays, the main three times where we're all together. Uh, I think South Haven could be a lot of fun. There's usually some downtime to, to think and plan for San Fran. To mm, kinda, there you go. Kind of get excited about that. It would be a few weeks before, because in past years, um, we haven't really had a chance to do that. And it's, um, I just feel like uh, a lot of the trip, maybe the first half, is just spent kind of connecting, getting uh, getting a flow relationship flow and then uh 
the second half is is good. But this could be oh we've talked about it a couple of weeks before and um, I don't know I think that would be kind of a cool part of it. Here's another thing I'm confident about. Peter's going to go do some serious research. I think Peter's going to find us. I wouldn't be surprised if we're flying for free. <laughs> flying what? For free. <laughs> I really wouldn't be surprised because if Peter does the right kind of digging and it sounds like he's committed to doing it, you're going to find some kind of killer credit card promotion where, and again, I'm as anti-credit card as anyone. But if if Peter tees it up for us, say, hey, guys, on this day, during these hours, go apply for this card. You get a free round trip if you do it. I'm just guessing that Peter's going to dig up something like that for us. So I don't I don't expect that we're going to be paying for our transportation. It's an interesting perspective. Um, yeah, That's I mean, kind of like my we're going to build the wall and make Mexico pay for, <laughs> pay for the day. I'm a. Uh... I'm certainly more conflicted or closer to being conflicted than I was, uh, before we recorded. Um, I just really think that San Francisco is going to add up, even if we were to fly for 300, let me talk about like Alcatraz or visiting some of those, um, touristy destinations. I just think those are going to add up and you rental car or Uber. I guess I'm, I'm just skeptical of, um, being able to keep it cost friendly um whereas san francisco or i mean uh, pittsburgh is just a little bit more of a sure thing but i mean by nature i'm more of a uh more of a homebody and and don't necessarily like taking quote-unquote risks not that this is a huge risk or anything but peter could you um i feel bad we're having you do a lot of background research here to make this happen but could you do a little research and set us up to do some kind of um like candy bar sales or uh, <laughs> butter braids or Gino's pizzas. Um, we've got time here to raise some money for this. Uh, you know, is that something we consider doing? Get Macy into Girl Scouts. Sell some cookies. <laughs> Can four-year-olds join Girl Scouts? I don't know anything about Girl Scouts, so I assume so. Well, so uh, how are we going to decide this? You know, I'll I'll take one for the team here, Peter. If you if you can find us flights for under three hundred dollars, I will I'll change my vote to San Francisco. Nice! Wow, you've betrayed me, Kevin. This is this is a virtual handshake. Well, I'm giving you a huge handshake. Pardon me while I take the knife out of my, <laughs> out of my back. The thing is, we're smiling uh, for the camera right now, Kevin. Handshakes. What What'd you say? I said we're in suits. I'm giving you a big handshake, and we're posing for the the cameraman. <laughs> well, I, the way I see it, there are a few cities that will be kind of our compromise cities, probably, to still be able to do a fun trip, um, but not be able to go super big. Um, and I feel like Pittsburgh, because of how great PNC Park is, Pittsburgh is one of those cities. So if if the momentum of the trip right now is, hey, let's go big, then I don't necessarily feel that way. I still would probably, not probably, I would still prefer to go to Pittsburgh. But, you know, if if we're not going to Pittsburgh, I suppose we can save that for for one of those years where we need to do it. Like, we really need to do it more cost-friendly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas right now, we can all probably get by without needing to do it really, really, really cost-friendly. But I'm with Paul. 
but I think it really will add up. So if we can't get that flight for under 300, um, I would probably propose that we do Pittsburgh as an alternative. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I suggest, uh, and then you guys can second uh, my motion, but uh, how about the, the, the opening tip of the NCAA tournament, the the, uh, the Thursday, not uh, not the, the week first rounds, but uh, opening tip, uh, if I cannot find a way for us to get cheaper uh, or less than $300 tickets, then, uh, then we move on to Pittsburgh. And I would suggest in the meantime that we uh, just on our calendars block out both weekends just so that we're kind of aware when, when stuff comes up. Uh, I'm just going to block out the entire summer just in case. You guys know what's going to happen now. Pete's uh, going to find a deal for like $304 or something like that. Peter, I'm already uh, – consider me officially on your team. Um, I'm in the process of looking at the best airline credit cards of 2017. <laughs> we are – this this is as good as a done deal. We're getting it under 300 I'll be disappointed if it doesn't become a lot less. Okay. I'm not sure I'm coming around on the credit card idea, but uh, <laughs> maybe maybe the as I'm – Rushing to fill out my bracket the night before, I'm also rushing to fill out some some forms for credit cards. Uh, yeah, I, I will say, I mean, Paul is clearly concerned about the uh, automated car and the effect it will have on his his employer. So I feel like that's he's looking into the future and uh, realizes he can't spend all that money. So that's that's why he's being tight with us. Is that true, Paul? Uh, not exactly. But San Francisco is uh, Silicon Valley is the epicenter of the automated vehicle so yeah i'm i mean i'm on board wherever we decide but um i think it will be difficult in years ahead to uh for everyone to get on board with um like that compromise option i'm envisioning 2022 uh we'll have to do a three three man trip with me staying back <laughs> i don't know one of us one of us won't be able to make it yeah okay does anyone have any reason to object to the plan laid out no objection here. No, I think we reached a very reasonable conclusion where either we're going to get it within terms that everyone can feel good about, and if not, we'll go the other route. And, you know, in addition to the flights, Pete, I would be kind of interested to hear about how much just sort of our day-to-day experience will cost us just sure. in terms of, like, tickets for the game, getting around, because um, I do agree with Paul that I'm kind of concerned about how that's going to add up. Sure, there's credit cards for that, too. Peter, Peter will have uh, fre- fresh-made bologna sandwiches for us for lunch uh, every day. Yeah, you guys like PB&J, right? My, my world-famous well, PB&J. The thing. I, that's how I propose we do it. Is we, we just don't have any halfway... We don't have any halfway meals that we... You know, we pick a certain number of them that we just grind on PB&J, and then we we freed up you know, money to where we can kind of go all in on a handful. Are you guys opposed to fishing off the dwarf there? (laughs) (laughs) Nothing like a fresh pike out of the bay. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, San Fran, it probably is. uh, And uh, we'll make sure we keep the listeners up to date on on this process. Uh, We're going to do one more break, and then we have a round of trivia before we send uh, John and Kevin uh, on their way here. So, uh, uh, Paul, um, or I guess Kevin, Kevin, your proposal came in, um, second. Would you like to recommend a song that we listen to? Um, 
oh geez I don't think I have a song recommendation something sad and slow because mine lost how about some Johnny Cash yeah maybe that Hurt song I like that song there we go alright we'll be back in a second myself today to see if I still feel I focus on the pain the only thing that's real alright we are back uh, feeling a bit somber after that tune um, well I've got some trivia to pick our spirits back up uh, there's uh, let's see. Four trivia questions, and you will have a minute to answer uh, each of these questions. Um, so here we go. The first uh, trivia question: The Cubs beat the Indians eight to seven in Game Seven of the 2016 World Series, one of the best uh, baseball games of all time. Uh, which eight Cubs players drove in runs in this game? So Cubs scored eight runs, driven in by eight different Cubs players. Who are they? And you receive one point for every correct answer and five additional points if you can put them in order of when they were driven in. So your minute, your minute begins now. Fifteen more seconds. All right. Well, uh, does someone feel confident in their answer? No. Negative. I feel pretty confident. I just... There's one I can't quite remember. Okay. I'm assuming that no one's going to get the five additional points then. It would be uh, pretty crazy if you did. Uh, well, hang on, hang on. Can I have just a couple seconds to order these? Sure. I'm going to have you guys grade your own in red pen, please. Pass to the person next to you. Kevin, you good? Yeah, I'm good. All right, so I'm going to read off in order the eight, and then uh, yeah, just mark on your sheet how many you get right. So Dexter Fowler, uh, of course, with the uh, homer to lead off the game. Then Addison Russell, Wilson Contreras, Javi Baez, Anthony Rizzo, David Ross, Ben Zobrist, and Miguel Montero. Yeah. That was close. That was super close. Huh, I Schwarber didn't drive in any runs? He did not. Scored a couple, right? Scored at least I had them all one. except for, uh, I had Bryant instead of uh, Montero. Hmm. I had Bryant instead of Contreras. 
So all three catchers drove in a run. How about that? Yeah, that was another another fun fact. Uh, so, uh, Paul, you get seven. Six. John, you got seven? Yep. And Kevin, seven? Seven, yep. Okay. Second question. 2016 had the second most home runs in uh, baseball history, just behind 2,000. Nine players hit more than 40 home runs that season in 2000. Who were those nine players? Hit more than 40 home runs, you say? In the year 2000. And your minute begins now. Right, ten seconds. Okay. Uh, anyone feel confident in in a, ma- in a majority? I don't feel great about this one. Okay. I will just read off the nine then. Uh, Sammy Sosa, Barry Bonds, Jeff Bagwell. Vladimir Guerrero. I don't think Paul got Barry Bonds. Uh, Richard Hildago, which I would be shocked if anyone got. Oh, my gosh. Gary Sheffield, Jim Edmonds, uh, David Helton. What? Todd Helton. Todd Helton, my goodness. Uh, and Ken Griffey Jr. Wow. Jeez. Did not do well. Jeez. I did terribly. Now I got three. Yeah, I got three as well. Kevin? I got four. I got four. Pretty competitive so far. The uh, third question. I got, uh, I, got, I got Vladimir Guerrero. I was pretty happy about that. <laughs> nice. You should be. All right, number three. Dexter Fowler just signed a five-year, $82 million contract with the Cardinals after playing two seasons with the Cubs. How many other players can you name that have played for both the Cubs and the Cardinals? Hmm. Your minute begins now. All right, 15 seconds. All right. Uh, We'll do it differently for this one. Uh, Paul, would you like to list off your answers? Uh, Yes. I struggled with this one as well. Uh, Lou Brock. Yep, Gary Gaetti mm-hmm. and Jim Edmonds. That's correct. Three points for Paul. Uh, Kevin, what you got? I have Jim Edmonds, 
Yes. Ryan Terrio. Mm. Mm. Yep. Jason Hayward. Oh my gosh. I missed <laughs> that one. Uh Gary Gaetti. And did Willie Green play for both? I will have to double check that. Peter, you don't have a list in front of you? Uh I have a notable list, but it would be impossible probably to find one that not impossible, but uh time intensive. So while I check on that, John, you want to give your list? Wait, actually, I have found it. Kevin, you are correct. Very good. Willie Green. Thank you. Thank you. Very good. Wow. It's better than Vladimir. I miss Lou Brock. That's pretty bad. Actually, you know what? Sorry. I thought he for sure played for the uh, Cardinals. He, he did not play for the Cardinals. No. That's okay. Yeah, he played for the Cubs for one year. Sorry. That's fine. Unless you mean Willie Green, the 1800s pitcher that pitched for both. I'm kidding. Well, if he plays for both. <laughs> okay. If, if, that's, if that's his name, then I'm kidding. give him the point. I'm kidding. Uh, John, what you got? Jim Edmonds. Lee Smith. Yep. Mark DeRosa. Yep. Hayward. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mott. That is correct. Oh, nice. Todd Zeal. Yep. Mike Morgan. Are you sure about that one? Pretty darn sure. Okay, I'll look it up. This one's a bit more of a stretch, but I kind of think it happened. Sean Dunstan. Mike Morgan is correct. I will check on Sean Dunstan. Oh, yeah, you can book that one. 1999, baby. Okay. 62 games. Is that it? Yep. Eight. Okay, that's impressive. Off this list that I'm looking at here, Carlos Villanueva uh, is on here. Dennis Eckersley, Mark Grezelanek, Bruce Suter, and I think you guys got the rest of the... Uh, Notables. Yeah. And uh, they have Harry Carey, but I'm not sure I would have counted that. So. <laughs> All right. Uh, do we want to give a point total heading into this final final round? I've got 12. I'm at 18. Kevin has fallen asleep. I'm at, uh, I'm at 15. Well, this final round uh, is White Sox themed. <laughs> a max max of uh, 25 points. So everyone's, everyone's eligible to, to win still. Final question. Uh, my gift to all of us this year, which we have not opened yet, uh, was a box of baseball cards from Topps in 1990. In 1990, 26 baseball teams existed. Can you name the five teams that did not exist yet? Uh, five Ooh. points for each correct answer. And your time begins now. Wait, how many didn't exist? Five. Twenty seconds. Mm. 
John, I got them all. I got them all, you, so you better get all of them. You got them all? Why, am, why is my brain farting? Ooh, costly fart. All right, five, four, three, two, one. Pencils down, pens down. Uh, Kevin, would you like to name the five for us? So these are the five teams that didn't exist in 1990. That's correct. Yes, we have the Washington Nationals. Yep. Arizona Diamondbacks. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. That's shameful. The Miami Marlins. Yep. The Colorado Rockies. Mm-hmm. And the Tampa Bay Rays. That's right. Paul, did you get all five? I did. John, you miss Arizona? I miss Arizona and the stupid Rays. Wow. Oh, boy. So, uh, Kevin, I believe you are our winner. Well, hang on. I'm doing the math here real quick. Not great at the whole math thing. 25. Wait, uh, what, are you, what, what are the points? Five for each. So that puts me at 40 points. What would you have? 25 plus 12 is 37. And John, what would you have? Um, 33. John, did you have uh, two others on your list um, <laughs> of five that you thought were expansion teams? No. You just had three? Yeah. That would have been more entertaining. Okay. Well, uh, thanks for playing. Uh, thanks for playing trivia. Congrats, Kevin. Maybe I'll uh, I'll let you open the box of cards then. Maybe that's, that's the prize. Or maybe a gift card. I always like gift cards. Think I'm gonna maybe, give you... there's a re- maybe there's a really... Can we agree if we find a really valuable air card in that box, we'll sell it for uh, to pay for our flights? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure, sure. That's a great... Great idea. Uh, brothers, thank you for uh, for joining us on this podcast. I guess in closing, do you have any final words for our audience until uh, until August? I don't. No, no, no words. Thanks for, uh, as always, thanks for tuning in to the Foot in the Box podcast. Uh, you're a loyal listener group that <laughs> I am not a part of, but I hope to become a part of in uh, 2017. <laughs> That's what I was. I asked you the the resolutions question. And I was hoping for more podcast listening. <laughs> if only Kevin had the time every day. Yeah, if he had a long commute or something, that, that would be really helpful. <laughs> I know. I just my flies by. Kevin, flies uh, by. as we end, will you be joining us in Champaign in 2017? Will I be joining like to visit? Uh, not to no. live permanently. I don't know. We'll see. We'll if see. you had to guess. Uh, if I had to guess, I would say no. But you don't have to guess with things like this. You can just make decisions. So we'll see. <laughs> well, as I'm looking for these flights, should I be looking for champagne flights or Chicago flights? Chicago. Uh, I think if you're looking for the cheaper option, you might want to look into flying out of Chicago. <laughs> Kate and I flew uh, champagne to San Jose, and it cost each of us $600. Why would you do that? It's our honeymoon. Could have saved some money for the for the road trip there. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, uh, listeners, you can always uh, hit us up on uh, on email at a foot in the box at gmail dot com. If you have thoughts or suggestions, if you've been to uh, San Francisco uh, or Pittsburgh previously, let us know. Uh, follow us on Twitter at a foot in the box. Uh, check us out online at a foot in the box dot com. Uh, John and Kevin, uh, again, thank you so much, and uh, have a a pleasant afternoon. Thank you. Thanks for having us. You bet. It's always a pleasure.
think we can say go Packers? Uh, yeah. I could, I could say go Packers. Geronimo Allison. Yeah. For, uh, for, Packers. For, for Jared and for Justin, I'll say go Packers. And for the Zucker. <laughs> what? Winner for the Zucker. <laughs> uh, listeners, we'll, we'll uh, uh, talk to you in a couple weeks and uh, recap some Hall of Fame voting. Uh, until then, right. keep a foot in the box. Good night, good night, Canada. <laughs>